the Better on Draft podcast is part of the PodcastDetroit.com network and is recorded live in the Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming in Ferndale, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back. Here is Dan, Nick, Ken, and Rob. gentlemen welcome to the better on draft podcast episode number 27 my name is ken we got a packed house tonight full house yes sir no, there's a chair over there we we Stop. do have a, a open chair so it's Stop not as lying. not as packed as the last time that we had these so, folks here uh but let's uh let's go around the room let's uh see who we got nick what's going on i'm doing not that bad actually not it's that opening, bad it's opening day Opening day, Opening. we won. Yes. Well, the Tigers won. I was not there. I did yeah. not participate. Yeah. Four, four to zero. Good game. Good crowd. Good atmosphere. Saw all the uh, parking tickets that were uh, all the uh, illegal not, well, yeah. parked cars on my street. Oh, uh, was there? Oh yeah. yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. You know, we were able to park at Tara's uh, work lot. Use our work pass and park over at the Z. Yeah, at the Z. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's a nice place to. Uh, Nice spot to have when you work uh, downtown yeah. is to have that. Yeah. No, there was, it, it was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool to be down there today. It was a good game. Good win. Good win. Yes. yes. Tony, what's going on? Shalom. 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 Oh, this, Shalom. this kind of show? Huh? <laughs> show for the wrong day or something? Yeah, this yeah. is this is the the the, the Passover uh, special. I was gonna say the Passover <laughs> special. Have you guys ever had a Jewish guest before? Um, maybe. Okay. See, I'm just we, trying to represent for everybody. That we hasn't typically been do not ask somebody's religion as credentials to get on the show. <laughs> So, you know, oh, you're not trying, make it, not trying to make America <laughs> Donald great Trump's again. Trump's not hosting this. <laughs> Better on Matzo. Better on I'm going to say we have the, um, well, maybe we can find the uh, the guys who brew uh, Hebrew National. Get them on the show. Oh, Talk yeah, to I'm just trying to, to, trying to represent, kosher beer. Trying to represent kosher for all beer. the people that haven't been here yet. Soon to be. <laughs> so, passing right past you, Brown, one of the original hosts of Better on Draft. What's going on? Um, You know what? Drinking a beer. Drinking <laughs> a beer. <laughs> Keeping That's it really about it. <laughs> what are you drinking over there? Uh, this is Pinner from Oscar Blue uh, Blues. I can speak the English language, I promise. <laughs> what do you think of it? You know, it's pretty mild for an IPA, which makes it not too bad. Yeah. I mean, that's a. I tend to like a lot of the stronger IPAs. I know you're feeling on Devil Dancer, which uh, I like. I can't wait. I've got I've got almost a one year old age Devil Dancer that I'm going to be trying very very soon. I want to be here for that. See how the uh, hops have fallen off. That's for sure. <laughs> I also have a one year aged uh, Hop Slam that I'm excited to try too. But that was definitely a favorite of mine when I've had it before. But uh, next to you, we got Rob over there. Yes, sir. Representing the uh, the Tigers baseball shirt. Did you go to the game today, or were I you? Absolutely did not. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, though? I am drinking the Rheingeist Truth. Did you a, make your trip down to Toledo? Ah, uh, no. Or is this just something that you had? No, this is I, this was from my previous trip. That I still still had some more some more IPA that was still sitting in the basement. So figured I'd uh, bring one of those cans in, get it before it goes bad. I guess. Yeah, exactly. And and now actually I don't have to go as far as Cincinnati to get it because they just started distributing it to Toledo. Yes. Oh, so because yeah. yeah, all of go these all of these are Marinos to get it now. Yep. So now it is a little bit closer. It's a pretty damn good IPA. 
Next to you, we got Matt. What's going on? Hi, Ken. What's, go- what's, uh, what's going on with you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. That's I'm, all that matters, right? Uh, I'm drinking an Allagash White over here. Delicious. Straight from uh, the brewery itself from like almost a year ago, I think, is when uh, it was. Did Mr. Allagash make that? Uh, Mr. Allagash <laughs> maybe have made it. I, I do not know who owns the uh, the Allagash Brewery, but. Um, well, you tell Senor Allagash. Senor Senor. Why does it have to be a man? Senor. Why can't it be Senorita? All right, well, right. Senora, it would Senor. be the proper I, syntax, I, correct? I don't know. Okay, I don't speak English. Either. No habla español. You don't speak uh, English? For, <laughs> or for the Germans, the Freulein Allagash. El generico numero. Thank you, Tony. Keep going. Dan, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? What are you drinking? Uh, some beer in a cup. I don't know beer? what this is. <laughs> beer in a cup. <laughs> it came out of that keg. Oh, is this so, a frat party? So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how it felt <laughs> every cup, day. Yeah, yes, no, this, there's, no, there's no Miller High Life or PBR. PBR. Or, yeah. No, no, really, I would. I almost grabbed a PBR. Then I'm like, let me check the keg. So that's what I'm drinking. So no probably, light up probably up something here? from falling down. I'm going to go. I'm not plugging people that don't sponsor us, so yeah, it's just Ooh. beer and a cup. Snip, snap. Oh, testy. I like it's it. It's not real testy. That's reality. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, well, I, I am okay. drinking, uh, in fact, again, as I mentioned, Allagash White, probably one of my favorite beers that used to come to Michigan and does not anymore, but I'm hoping sooner or later they do uh, huh. make their way back. They used to make uh, 750s of them, so that would be a nice, you know, oh, really? one or two what beer night. 40s? They make 40s? Uh, they, they used to make 40s. <laughs> they did. Really? Uh, Is this but, real? No, it's not. I, I was just, I was just entertaining. Here we go. <laughs> just entertaining. I fooled you. I was hoping he was going to fool me. I'm like, no, they didn't. 40s are plastic now. Just so you know. I, I know. I hate that. That is what? one of the worst things that's ever happened. Wait, that's a thing? Yes. Uh, Colt 45 is still glass for the uh, most part. What? At least somebody's going to represent the true Mo- 40s. Most super below premiums <laughs> oh, are, are uh, they're, they're so cheap that they went to the plastic because it's cheap for them to ship, so it's cheaper for them to sell. Ice House, a dollar five for a forty. I was so disappointed uh, yeah, when I, I, I found I these can, plastic I can bottles. attest to that because I had that tall boy a couple episodes ago of Ice House. I, I was going to say, oh yeah, I forgot you brought the Ice How House cheap here. It was. I thought you were referencing the Dan bringing the Natty Daddies. Oh, that was great. Oh, that was episode no, no, twenty five. No, 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 we're not, not going to talk about that. Great times. <laughs> I finished mine. I don't know about you guys. I thought uh, it was no, good. No, I, I, I still, you know, it's been two weeks. I still can't believe we got toasts on Untapped on. Yeah, we did. Yeah, some people got class. What about steel? <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, yeah. Not everyone's all stuck up. Steel Reserve has flavors now. They have a blueberry. Oh, yeah. blackberry. I've been meaning to grab and some honey? of these actually. Wow. A margarita oh, and a pineapple. Oh yeah. Steel Reserve. It's uh, the go. Bud, Dan, Budweiser. I'm, I'm Bud Light's the... got those mixed tails now. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. those have already been discontinued. Oh, have they really? <laughs> the mixed tails. They started out last February in Michigan, yeah. and they discontinued the Firewalker the week it started in Michigan. They have a Long Island and a. Um, a hurricane, yeah. but neither uh, of them are in retail that have rebought. They're all the original from last February. Oh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to go find some. That might they, be uh, they, some. Uh, they are aluminum aged, if you will. Aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Brown day. loves Steel Reserve, don't you? You know, I have a special place in my heart for Steel Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> also on the side of a sidewalk. Also, yeah, also on the side of uh, Mold, or not Muldoon. Me and Dick are OE guys. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, old, give me some old English. I'll some old English. Oh, goodness. Some OE. <laughs> 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 so we're, uh, we, we got a full some house Mickey's. today. We're uh, pretty much going to be discussing a little bit more sports than beer this week, just because it is a big sports day in the city of Detroit. Yes. We are all Detroiters through and through. Some of us live in the city. Some of us have lived in the city. Uh, not that that matters. The fact that I was going to say, wait, why does that matter? I, I said it didn't matter. <laughs> You're Jeez, like, oh, quick, 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 quick
okay. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's okay. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Red Wings, a little bit about how they're uh, how they're doing. Opening day, Tigers are three and zero right now as we uh, mm-hmm. speak, and uh, crushing the ball pretty much every single game that they're playing. Uh, with that in mind, though, um, we we definitely have some beers on the table that we uh, are going to be trying. We've got. Uh, from I believe Oma Gang, their newest Game of Thrones beer. Uh, we've got uh, CEO Imperial Stout that we're going to be Ooh, trying today. Uh oh, is this one of those flavored ones? That uh, I no, this in is before? just the the Imperial, so the standard. I think they're okay. standard one. I, I was going to say those were pretty one. rough when we tried those. Before. Yeah, and then Nick, you got another one. And that's that I Securities can't and from. Finance IPA. Is that the that, security that's, meeting? That's, oh. Yeah, that's no, no, that's, that's safety, <laughs> oh, safety, meeting. safety meeting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not the Donald Trump one though. That's no, a different no, no, no. One. This is a different one. He's not still looking for that. There's no orange bottle. No orange bottle. Oh. Sorry, spray tan joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or orangutan joke. <laughs> so, you know, as, as as we're talking in regards to uh, beer, obviously one of the big things that rounds, like, is around beer is tailgating. Yes. And I know a lot of us have tailgated before. A lot of us tailgate for different reasons, be it, uh, you know, sporting events, concerts, uh, just because. I was going to say, there's a parking lot. Uh, there, there, <laughs> because there's a parking lot. There, there is a parking lot. <laughs> Were we not right. all tailgating before this? Uh, I, I guess technically, I mean, we weren't outside, so... <laughs> I mean, post-tailgating might occur after the yes. show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but the fact is tailgating. Now, what's your guys' opinion in regards to you go, you go to a lot at you know, $40 to park. Um, do you pretty much have free range to basically throw your shit wherever you want because you paid $40 to park there? Yeah. Or is that, you know, um, dickish? That's extremely dickish. Yeah. That, that's going beyond. I mean, just because I mean, people can be mad – because of the fact that they paid forty dollars to park there, and you know that's just the price of opening day. That, that yes. it's it's like the same thing with you know the whole Real Madrid Chelsea that's getting ready to go down at the big house this oh, year. Geez. That like last year, <laughs> um, I knew people who were pissed off because they were paying a hundred bucks to park in the lot next to uh, Michigan Stadium. That mm-hmm. paying that does not give you the right to just completely destroy the lot. You know, one of the big things, and I don't know if it's for the fact of, you know, it, w- what's in my head whenever I go tailgating, whether I'm paying to park or not, um, and especially, you know, when I'm out and about, like, you know, I've been to plenty of your guys' houses. You guys have been over to me. I'm definitely the the one that hates leaving something a mess. Like, I'm always one to clean up. I'm always one to help clean up. You know, I don't like leaving my shit around. You know, what? My house, you know, could use some assistance then, Ken. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, but that's what? all your wow, fault, though. Man. It's not Ken's fault. You know, Ken needs to come clean up Holy after you. Let, let me rephrase that. Cleaning up after my own mess. There you go. There, there you go. go. Not after your Terrible. mess. That See, you don't now, the one thing after. I want to comment on that is I agree. I don't think you should be trashing these guys' parking lots. But you know what? On days like this, on opening day, you know. It's expected. They should probably get like a giant ass bin. And throw like a trash bag in it for people. That's true, which yeah. they usually don't have. If you're going to gouge people, raising the price for no reason. I mean, yeah. there is no reason. Oh, get opening it, day. Get a gaster. How many days? 80 some more so, days to do this? So, Why do you have to gouge one? So we, I, I was at the game today, and we start, We went over. We ended up at Bookies. So we actually got to see, see a lot of the lots from Bookies all the way to Comerica Park. Now, a lot of the lots in between, if I'm not mistaken, are owned by Olympia Entertainment. Yep. So, you know. They might have. I don't know. I don't remember seeing any garbage cans or anything like that. But you know, you got to think about how much. I'm thinking where bookies is down there. Yeah, those. There's never any garbage cans. No, and and if you just you know you walk through, you could. I at least we can call ten, eleven, twelve different instances where there was 
someone occupying three or four additional spots for their stuff, and you know it, it was a mess, and you know three or four I spots. Play for them. So, well, actually, you know, <laughs> it, it, they have they have like a tent. They'll have like their barbecue. They'll have uh, table cornhole taught set up. Cornhole. They had like a little like. Oversized Jenga thing set up, you know. There are there are two. I'm not, I'm not the first person to defend corporations ever, but there are two devil's advocate points with trash cans everywhere, and that's remember Michigan's a bottle return state, so you're going to have people rummaging through them for the At return me. money. Yeah, and you're also going to have people rummaging through that for food and whatever it might uh, be. On like that over. point, can so we, they have to be attended in some way. Maybe if there's one next to every person that's taking parking money, can we? Uh, Take a greater debate between kegs versus like loose cases. Oh, somebody like, said casks. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah. what what what's best to take to a tailgate? Is it better to have like your your group takes a keg and you all pump it and you have your red cup, mm-hmm. or is it best to have two to three cases of loose cans where you drink a can and you throw the can away? Well, so I mean that's kind well, of the like that's the next so, idea. So, so how I mean I mean I don't know if any people are bringing kegs down. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's some. I'm not going to just say that there aren't any. But when we were parking over at the Z, we parked at the Z and walked to Bookies and then went back to the game to the game. We saw. Dozens of people bringing in cases, six packs, twelve packs cases. of their own beer to wherever their friends were at, whether they were in a parking lot next to a bar or some random parking lot where there's nothing around. And this is probably close to deep to the uh, MGM Grand. There's a lot more spots out there, and but yeah, it was everybody. It seemed like every third or fourth person was carrying something. But I guess my, my to thought bring is to a tailgate. I can get a. Uh, a, f- a quarter barrel of uh, your American light lager for 40 bucks, which is mm. two and a half cases of beer, which mm. is pretty much as cheap, if not cheap, if it's getting actually, it's actually a pretty good deal. sweet ca- suitcases. <laughs> and if we did that, and I mean, that's also kind of a Detroit law. You can't have those open containers, but you can hide them by having a can and all that jibber jabber. Right. But if you would encourage the idea of having a barrel in a back of a truck or whatever, you you know the consumer would pay less. They'd probably pay sixty bucks for for a quarter barrel, which is three cases of beer. They would have no cleanup because there aren't going to be cans everywhere. Everyone would just have a red cup, and probably the four people amongst them would pay fifteen bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. They'd all get a half to a quarter of a case, depending on how much you're going to drink, and it solves the entire problem. See, this is an issue that I think that would help Detroit as a whole. And I know that others have thought the idea of having a drinking zone, an open intox zone in Detroit, of having that idea where it would bring a lot of tax revenue to the city if in some areas, specifically around the stadiums, you can carry an open intox. You have these all these bars that are going to pop around because of the hockey village, as they call it, and that was supposed to be the same with the Ford Field and with Comerica Park. Right. So if you go to a bar... They can sell you a certain specific cup. Maybe it's got a stripe on it like it does at a golf course, and it charges this – the city charges you an extra dollar. But you can take that cup from that – you know, the bar that you're at to the next bar and wherever you want to go, and the city gets a buck for you having an open intox. And maybe you don't act like a fool anymore because everyone's doing it just like in Las Vegas. You don't get a whole lot of drunken publics or well, being Well, yeah, idiot. you do in Vegas. Yeah, but you're right. There's not a mess though either, which is a big deal. But then you that. get that extra dollar. So, I mean, if, imagine – in. All of us suburbanites or those that live in Detroit who go down there and try to have fun. I mean, we could all – if we all pay a dollar for every drink that we have in the city of Detroit, I mean, the, the the trash cans that we want to have to have a clean city and to clean parking lots and having a better atmosphere and be both before, during, and after a Tigers game or a Lions game in the fall or 
even uh you know a Red Wings game if you know the weather isn't that terrible. You know these are things that the city can provide, and we can as citizens provide the city, even as those who live in and out, to help the city grow and be better. I mean, you know, we have these issues with crumbling schools, and let's not get into politics, but. You know, if every drink I give, you know, is a little bit 25 cents to the city, to the education or so on and so forth, you know, you know, so on and so, you know, let's, let's do that. Well, even, even if you use that money to pay for the garbage cans for people to exactly uh, wash the garbage cans to empty it, you know, all you need is a, a, a flatbed and, you know, a guy can literally start running around and emptying out garbage cans and take it to a, some type of major dump site for them to yeah. dump all the trash, but... That's not uh, necessarily a bad idea. I think the biggest issue is is that then you're going to get into uh, a lot of he said, she said, a lot of you know people that don't want to pay it. They just want to bring their beer and go. Yeah, and you know what? You're right, but those people will get tickets. But just like when you go to a golf course, with you know all those you know cups and cans <laughs> mm-hmm. on the golf course, they have a stripe on them. There's a yellow stripe on a on a can at a golf course. And that's proof that you bought that golf that can that at the golf course. Right. So if you show up, or if you, if they catch you on the eighth hole, they're going to charge you money for not drink or for not buying it from them. But that's, so that's a lot different because that golf course could potentially lose their liquor license for people bringing in their own liquor. But the person who is not going to buy that, spend that one dollar to get that yellow stripe can get a drunken public or disorderly or a whatever we, you know we can we can make the you, you pay a dollar to be able to drink in public or you pay a $50 you know you know ticket or citation just like when you park on the street in the wrong spot or you get a, a moving violation it's, it's the same program it, it's just a matter of putting it together um Enforcing and really, you know, building the right situation, but well, it's something that we can do if you know we put it together. You know, Tony mentioned in regards to you know be, being in uh, um, his two points of playing devil's advocate. What what would you think? How would you portray that even at the opposite end? Or do you agree that that's pretty much a, a good solution Are to you the problem? Me what can go wrong with this plan? Well, yeah, I mean, um, you're you're a Skeptic. Lawyer, lawyer. <laughs> uh, not. I mean, there's not much that can go wrong with that plan except for people faking or forging the the drinking equipment. Um, We're talking about a cup, so you forge a dollar cup. Sure, and and that's where you kind of hit people with the convenience. You know, if it's only a buck for the cup and it lasts you the entire day, who's going to waste I, the time? To I, I don't think it would be an entire day. I think. Pr- we're at over the zone for that. No, my idea zone. is like imagine like Foxtown is I is I what I think they called it in the early two thousands. Yeah, like still Foxtown. So if you're at Chelly's, okay, and you go and get a pint of your favorite American light lager. Let's say I go there and I get a pint of Miller Light and I get a clear plastic cup with a yellow lid around it. So the neck so that cup is only valid for that drink. But the next time I go to the well, which is right down the street, I have to go pay another extra dollar. To be able to walk from the well back to Comeric. So you're not okay, refilling that cup. That's you're redoing it. No, nobody's going to want to pay an extra dollar for a cup. It doesn't matter if the beer is, it would be discounted. People just, in their minds, have this terrible problem where they can't justify spending more money for any reason whatsoever. And I mean, you know, like 51% of the people out there. It, it makes sense to me. I would do that. But you're going to have a bunch of uh, morons and idiots that won't do that. But I think that you've got so many people down there that are paying – Ten dollars to go get get a a pint in Ford Field. So asking for an extra dollar on a two three dollar pint at Elwood or I agree with you. I'm just saying that yeah. most people aren't, aren't going to give a shit if it's five dollars or six dollars and it's cheaper if they think that they're paying that extra dollar for that 
the zoning yeah, thing. They're just going to be dumb about it. And that's that's not anything you can really do anything about. It's just people being irrational. So, yeah. But I think otherwise it's a very good idea. Anybody else? I mean, no, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know why we don't have something. More, more cities should have that. I well, mean, I mean, how, how many major cities out there have open intox? New Orleans and Vegas. That's I can't think of another one. <laughs> Maybe Atlantic City. I've never been there. I don't know. It, it almost makes too much sense. That's why we don't have it. You know, <laughs> I well, can't believe I, Chicago doesn't have it. New York doesn't have it. It's yeah, really Sh- kind of Chicago is definitely an interesting one, especially because, oh, wait. What are we? Uh, is Yo, that champagne? You got it some is not champagne. Ace of Spades. Up, we just opened the Ace of Spades, so the, just get um, ready for that. Well, I mean, go, going to like Soldier Field, the, the walk is a pretty long walk in regards to wherever you're parking because you're pretty much walking the uh, – uh, what's the? It's not the 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 miracle miles. The no. nautical mile. No, it is. Mir- no, it is the miracle. You're talking about the miracle mile. Miracle yeah. mile. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you're talking walking Michigan Avenue. Yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're walking a very long road in regards to no, getting no, it to where the magnificent mile. Okay. Well, oh, thank you. No, you're Whatever. right. You're right. <laughs> so miracle mile somewhere else everywhere. Uh, New York, I think. <laughs> Might be. So you're, uh, you're you're basically walking. I mean, it was like a 30, 40 minute walk, and I would have loved to have had a beer or two. And, and you or, know what? The, the idea is like if I if I go to Boogie's, okay, and I typically when I go down to to, to Detroit, um, I park at MGM because I know it's free, and then I find a bar like Boogie's, and then I have a beer or two, and then I walk to Comerica because I go in at I, you know I go in around eleven to avoid the traffic. And then I walk in early just so I don't do – I mean there's a great place called Hot Taco. I've never, you know, I don't know if you've ever been there. They're not but bad. Yeah. But like, is you that know, over by um, – Bucharest. Cent- it's over by what yeah, used to be called. It's by the Centaur. It used to be down down So I mean yeah. just imagine if like a place like uh, – you know, um, Bucharest or what's it called now? The Park Avenue or whatever. So, it, I think the Park, park Grill, yeah, Park, park Avenue bar, Grill Point, yeah, Park something. Bar or whatever. You know, yeah. you can get you can stop there at that or Bookies, mm-hmm. get a beer with a, and you know, I'll pay, I'll pay four twenty five for maybe a tall with a yellow rip band around it, and I'll I'll drink that on my way to Comerica Park because it's going to take me ten minutes to walk in, especially with the traffic that I'm going to hit and the the line that I'm going to walk into. And, yeah. I mean, just if we could spend, I mean, three million people go through the turnstiles. If you can get half people, that's what, almost $150 million for the city. I mean, it almost seems like it's, why, why wouldn't you? But, sorry, logic. I know. <laughs> that's Detroit. That's Detroit. That doesn't always, that's Detroit. That doesn't always it does, it does that win elections. It doesn't, it doesn't it's, move it's, people around. It's like, it's like you said. It's that you, you're sitting in Comerica Park and you're paying 10 bucks for a beer, and then you're going out. Going outside of the park, going to a bar, and you're paying five bucks. You're like, oh great, half I saved about yeah. half price. And all of a sudden, wait, what's this extra buck for? I mean, it wasn't even worth the walk. But nobody's going in and out of Comerica to drink. It's more of like going to Comerica or coming back for, or, or when you're, you're yeah. hang, or like 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 when you're like at. Uh, I went to the Luke Bryan concert with my girlfriend, and I was standing outside of with the the, El, the Elwood, right? Elwood, yeah. Yeah. And you, you can't leave that little closed gate. So what if I like leave the closed gate for a second? Well, I can't. Then I have to drop my beer off and go. So <laughs> yeah. what if I if I have that little tag around? I'm already paying five bucks for a twelve ounce bottle of beer. Right. You know, if I pay so one more dollar, what? I mean, is that really going to make or break my night? I mean, I'm going to go into. Ford Field and pay nine dollars for an aluminum pint of well, whatever. that's that's the thing, and a lot of people. And what I don't understand is is that if you're not going in there prepared to pay those prices in the first place, then you shouldn't be going there in the first place. Right. Well, I it's mean, not like the stadiums have to let you in with those walk 
you know, walk your own beer things. No, no, we're not asking that by the time you're at the stadium. It's the idea of like walking around the city, like just being a casual. I mean, it wants to be a metropolitan city like Chicago, like Vegas, where people just kind of gather. They go to cafe to cafe. Maybe if you want to walk along the riverfront too and well, have a beer. You, you know, you're, you're talking riverfront. I'm more thinking like Campus Marshes area. Well, I know. I'm just, I'm just adding it's another place to walk though. If what? you guys remember the Super Bowl, they actually did have that in the whole. Did they really? Area. Well, down Woodward there, you could go in the tents, get beer, and the whole closed off area between campus marshes and 75 where it was all closed off you could buy drinks and walk around yeah what if you outside. can go to lafayette or american coney island and get a dog nobody goes to american coney island stop <laughs> <laughs> lafayette's the only one down there well, well what if you get a beer there like you get a two dollar pint it probably costs the store the the restaurant 60 cents to pour you a pint yeah it they sell it to you for two there's a city upcharge for a dollar so or let's even say 50 cents so you pay 250 for a pint of your favorite lawnmower beer, your Bud Light, your Miller Light, and then you stroll through Campus Marshes or the Riverfront or wherever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, how is? I mean, there it's, is no downside to it. Maybe what you do is you give the people that buy the beer in these locations the option to pay the extra dollar to get the stripe and then carry it. Yes, so I can drink in America or, or Lafayette. Coley, I'm sorry, apparently nobody goes to <laughs> yeah, America. No one goes So I can drink. I can drink. <laughs> I can drink at the well for free. Or I can have it to go walk across the Punchbowl Social and pay a dollar and not get a ticket when I take my cup across the street. And yeah, I, and at that point, then places can be like, you know, they won't accept you until you have an empty glass or you, you can't get in. That's fine. That's sounds, their, how is that? How is that? I, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, okay, so I have to walk 100 yards, but I have to pair, finish my beer in between. It's a lot more money the city will be collecting. Don't threaten me with a good time, as the drunk chick on, on <laughs> I don't think they stop a whole lot of people for open containers anyway. So like this is money that they they just aren't bringing in that they would be bringing in if they tried something like this. Well, oh, yeah, because it's a lot clean. easier instead of you know hiding it, you know, or hiding it in a koozie or hiding. Even if you have it a wide open, is, uh, the police really no, they no, have no, better things cares. to do. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right. Most don't care. It's, hey, you'd uh, save the environment on brown paper bags not being used for the forties, and then being left on the ground. You know, I see a win-win here. Sorry for. Jacking Michelle. No, it's fine. No, it's it's, it's actually not a bad idea. Although you would have a fight with party store owners who are used to selling that twenty-four ounce can in a brown paper bag. Like on the Monroe Street in Washington. But I know a lot of them that sell the to-go cups, too. I was gonna so say, I don't know yeah, how it would change. Right. Those are usually liquor, why those, which yeah. is a different brand. Well, why Why don't they just get a to-go license? They'll just get, the, cu- why they'll just get the cups as well and then pour, the, pour the, it for the The to-go license yeah. is a state issue. Yeah. Just like even liquor stores ish, or, or small party stores like gas stations who have beer and wine licenses trying to get liquor licenses. That's an entire state issue, which... Needs to be addressed at a grander scale. Yeah, but what what about in reference to something like Eight Degrees Plato, where they're a, a beer only store and they have a to go license? I mean, if you have a liquor license with a beer only to go, but I, I know a store. Um, it's called uh, Parkview at Masonic and Jefferson, and they've had a beer and wine license and liquor license for a long time now, and they just applied for like a sampling license, and now they have to every time they want to have a sampling, they have to apply for you know with the state to have it and let them know like a month in advance oh, geez. and do all that stuff <laughs> so all the red tape wow. the answer is because of red tape because of michigan at that point yeah it because we don't want to put lead in the pipes that's why 
Because Jesus. So, wow. All right. Oh that was that was a that was a rough answer to that one. <laughs> we are in the wrong state um, for that. So answer. I'm. I, you, you guys should definitely get some glasses over to Nick because I'm trying this uh, the Omegan Game of Thrones, the blonde ale that he's got over there. How is it? It's really good. Have you had it yet? I have not. Um, just wondering why the camera keeps bouncing up and down on Twitch. What are you doing? I, over there? I have no idea. Okay. You actually tried. Uh, Don't pour me actually can try some of this truth. It, it's kind of gone half barley wine. It might actually. <laughs> was it sitting around for a while? Or? I don't know who wanted uh, that one. It, it's uh, on the, the the date because I was looking for the date. It's on the bottom. It's uh, it was from November. Last year. Oh so. my gosh, that's horrible. Then you know what? We just got to throw it away. No, no it, it drain, was, pour it, drain, drain, pour it now. Eleven oh five isn't a bad time to can. Barley wine, it's only four months old, so or five months old. Yeah, but it's not a barley wine. Let's say it's not it's barley wine. wine. It's, it's an IPA. IPA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, uh, this, Thrones, uh, this Game of Thrones can be dangerous. <laughs> that, that, that's mild. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it Just a little like, bit, Nick. I'm not a th- huge This Ryan Hike, this Ryan Hike guys bit? tastes yeah. like a, it tastes like a, just like a, like a wart. It's just all like sugary and, yeah. and yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah. No. This is still hey, it's still not bad. I like it. I, I would oh, no, I'm sure I'd like it. <laughs> I, yeah, it will. It will not give you IPA face. So I, I think you'll be fine. Well, you, you guys, you guys really got to see that for the first time when Roke was here, and I had that blow. And your you had face the face. Oh, that was God. IPA face. That was I damn good. At beer. its purest. I thought I, I thought Keystone Light said that was bitter beer face. Bitter beer face. There you go. Oh, Keith Stone. That's right. Keith Stone rolling in. Uh, Ken, was that your Devil Dancer face? Oh, I just need to know. It, it, was it, was, it wasn't as bad as the Devil Dancer face. That's for sure. Like Jump I. I remember it was one of the very first episodes that Brown and I did, and I remember the entire show I was drinking that one bottle of Devil Dancer because I I couldn't slam it, I couldn't drink it, I was just I was just stomaching it. Every I don't time. even think he finished it. I'm not gonna lie, I might have finished it. <laughs> did I did I have it when I was with you? Because the first time I had it, we were over Skype. Oh, it could have been, yeah. Yeah, we we did. I remember when we did the episode with you. That was the the two hearted episode. <laughs> that was a fun one. Is that where yeah. you were tasting based on dates? Yeah, a four oh day Lord. old two hearted versus a four week old two hearted. If you didn't you tell say that, that it tasted pretty much the same? Yeah, the only it? the only way we were able to Is figure it, you it out. Literally after held the it fact, in a glass cup up to the light and like look through it. Yeah, we could tell the difference. The newer that one was way. a little clearer. Did you try like four month old? Because usually. Beers no, in general have like a hundred and ten day. You no, know, this was spawned because somebody was wanted like the freshest two hearted ale. You could yeah, get like he was upset that he found a four week old bottle of two hearted on can, the shelf. Can, can I point something out? I, I found you're a... going to anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's I not think... even my show anymore. All right, wow. better on draft with Matt Bush. <laughs> I, I try. I found a Miller Light Ice Forty this week. Mm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that expired in October of twenty. 20- 10? And you did. What? Did you buy it? <laughs> I did buy it. And ice. <laughs> if we want to ever, you know, let, let, have a let good time, know. bring it in. We'll have a good time. <laughs> if you want, if you want to die, episode number forty. You want to bring it? Yeah, bring it. Yeah, bring it in on episode forty. Yeah, we uh, well, we know when forty's coming around. I'll make sure I got the Friday off. <laughs> well, Dan's coming in from Europe. Yeah, so. I'm gonna wake Dan, up in Europe Dan's that day. Here, Europe, here. The uh, the president of the Michigan Brewers Guild will be here, yeah. Eric Brigman, and we'll be drinking forties. Oh. And we'll be drinking forties, and he's Good down time. too. Like he's not. <laughs> like you, he's not like, too. Uh, like the shy UFC about it. has UFC one hundred. That was like their pinnacle. US. Uh, we watched that. Better on we draft did. forty is going to be our pinnacle. That was oh, the Coors Light Lord. episode. Uh, was that when he said, "I'm not drinking Bud Light. I'm drinking <laughs> Coors, Coors Light." <laughs> 
because they pay me. You talk about Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. So I think we're so let's 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 go back and let's let's kind of sum up in regards to it. So you pay for parking. You know, even though let's we'll 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 play the the fact there is no trash can in the vicinity of your parking lot. Nope. Nope. Do you throw it on the ground and it's okay because you paid forty dollars, or do you put it in your trunk? You know what though? To counter my own thing, because I was the one that brought up the trash can idea. Not that hard to bring a damn trash bag with you when you go. I agree. That's true. I mean, you're, when, that, you're, like, when you're planning tailgating, that's something right. you should. Uh, I, there's a reason why you put junk in the trunk. To kind of add to Brown's point, that might not even that might. If you're not going to put garbage cans there, I think as a courtesy to Olympia Entertainment or whoever the lot owner is. Doing the garbage bag thing, just leaving it there on the side at the end of the day. Oh yeah, I'm sure. They I, I think that'll. I think that'll even. That'll, it, yeah, that'll go way farther than just the, throwing it on the ground. At the same point, I think there's a there's a standard, and then there's just being a decent human being. Yeah, and I think so many of us just say. Like Ken said, you know, I paid forty bucks to do what I want, but there's there's not enough people who say, you know what, I'll be de- a decent human being. Yeah. I'll make sure my party. I'll bring a garbage can for no particular reason, but just to do it. Yeah. And I'll, you know, make it work. Yeah. I and mean, is it, could it possibly, and I guess I'd kind of throw it around the room, is it possible that, you know, with it being a lot being owned by Olympia and they're charging $40, could it be part of that? Could be in the anticipation of knowing that there's going to be trash and they have to pay for getting that cleaned up in the first place? That could be the no, case. That's, it, it should that's just not being price gouging jerks because <laughs> well, yeah. we went to see a concert in Ford Field last last fall and they everybody doubled their prices and nobody virtually was drinking beforehand out mm-hmm. just walking around right. the streets. So yeah. they're gonna they know it's gonna be populated down there. The prices are getting doubled. But that was the ACDC concert, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, but, I mean I I figured it's gonna be I mean it's opening day. Of course they're going to charge more. Well, I remember, right. If there's anything that's going to drive foot traffic, they are going to up. you got to understand one thing, though, is that they are losing as as much as you, you know, you're you're talking about it. They are potentially losing money because there are a lot of people who will park further away and take a $5 Uber ride. Oh, yeah. I'll park at the Joe and just take the people mover. But the reason they do that is because the parking lots cost so much. And what do you think? What do you think about the city imposing a a fine on unwieldy lot owners. Like, say, after, you know, let's say the game ended at 4 o'clock. Yeah. At 6, 7 o'clock, the city goes through and they write tickets to these people that operate the lots and say, you know, your lot is nasty or there's too much litter. (laughs) So, I mean, if I pay $40 to park somewhere and there's Mm -hmm. 200 spots, that person's going to make, what, 8,000 bucks, basically? You don't think it... It, to Brown's point, they could easily put a trash can in a couple of spots and you know avoid the points right. or the issue. So the city cracks down on the lot owner, and yeah, a lot of them might be owned by Olympia, but there's a lot of people who in random vests. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. So just, what if the reason is, why I said Olympia is because yeah, there's no. a lot in that gap between so, Comerica that whole and, area. So what if what if the, the city went around? And at, at every lot, wrote mm-hmm. a ticket to everybody who had trash on it. And you know what? The next time there's an opening day or a concert or so on and so forth, 
those people are going to be proactive so they don't get that ticket of whatever it is to right. clean up their lot. Right. So you, you basically put the, the responsibility on everyone, both the people who are there. Well, well I mean, if you're going to charge 40 bucks to park, which I, I don't know if it's that big, but it's still probably steep. Oh, it is. It depends on how close the lot is and what the event is. But so, yeah. I mean, if, but, if you're okay. across yeah. 375 over by the uh, unbuilt uh, jail, it's $40. So, okay, so let's just say, like, again, so how many cars can you, you think you can fit in that jail? Maybe... 100? Oh, not not the jail across across yeah. three seventy five. So you're I mean, talking about a hundred. Yeah, in that's a general a lot, you can fit what a hundred cars. That's, so you're talking about four, average. So you can fit four thousand dollars four thousand dollars worth of cars in that lot. So if you say there's a five six hundred dollar fine for having a polluted lot, and if you find that the lot owner, and it doesn't even have to be the guy that working with the little. Uh, the, flag. with the flags, the flags, yeah. but it's it's the legitimate lot owner, like it is with the house owner when it's a dilapidated house. You say, the next time there's a concert or a game or something, something they're going to be proactive to make sure they're not getting that five hundred dollars flat because you don't want to lose twenty percent of your of your your cash. Just because they'd rather pay a hundred bucks to have somebody keep it clean. Exactly. exactly. Right. More jobs in Detroit. Who, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> T- tell go. me if you ever thought that job Detroit needs jobs. Raise your hand. <laughs> I mean, you could even have a recycling mint one that says like returnables for actual like returnable cans. Well, you can do oh, that because those would disappear. If, those would get rummaged through. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't care about that. If, if you're you can looking, have them just out, but if they were by, if they were by the entrance a lot where the person is actually policing cars coming in and out, then it could work. Uh, uh, the, my work has around the campus um, solar powered ones that are like com- uh, they com- uh, compact it like every so often. But you can't get your hand in there all the way. So maybe something like that. So it, well, that just sounds it, like a liability nightmare, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody put their hand in there. Yeah, I know. Well, you got they, the well, they're, they're, they're solar powered. So they also have to be chained better. to the ground. Yeah. Some people would steal the whole thing. Yeah. And then the copper wires go away. There's a reason why they're over by the, by the campus of my, of my work. Scrappers take $80,000 of air conditioning off the roofs of the building for $800 oh, of wiring. I mean, it's just that's that's why I was playing devil's advocate earlier with the return. Stuff. <laughs> if you got rid of the returnable, and next thing you know, six hundred six and seventy five are flooding all over again. Right, but if but, you got rid of the returnable <laughs> deposits in the first place, a lot of these problems would but go let's away. Let's not focus about like the returnables, but like the red solo cups and the random garbage. Yeah. If you put those cans, I mean. Then and, you're all, yeah. you're like, we, we have a free market economy, so everyone's like somebody's going to pick up those ten cent cans. But what we're, we're really worried about is the garbage bags, the random you know loose cases. The the other stuff that we have that's not returnable, that stuff isn't going to get randomly picked because nobody really cares about it. So if you build a garbage can for that, you know, we're but, kind of right again devil's advocate though. Like people are just drunk people, especially are just going to throw everything into one. Drunk people are bin. not going to pay attention between recyclables. Right, and that's true. Yeah, yeah. Happens, <laughs> you might think if you're you going work to, in an industry where you know you see a lot, like you know, working at a convenience store or something, you've seen this, I'm sure, a million times. Somebody's going to come by and they're going to pick through to get the returnables, and they're not going to put the market economy back. Yeah, in. <laughs> throw the garbage all over the place. So that's, that's to get the, the thing, ten cents. It's unique to Michigan because we're the only state that has a ten. But we have a ninety-seven percent recycle rate. We do, which is higher so it's, by. It's one of the pro and pro and cons of the. Well, I'm looking at something right now, and even if somebody were to invest in a company that literally drops off a dumpster and brings it back, you know, the, some of these dumpsters only cost $150. Yeah, and yeah. at that point, you know, you only need one person to do cleanup, and then the other couple of yeah. push brooms, and you're good to go. Yeah, get one of those bagsters from waste management. Or the little oh, thing that picks up. Yeah, they just the yeah, it's you can hold, how many thing, pounds can that hold? Imagine if it's just like you know cups and cans and cardboard. And I mean that's really all it is, right? Yeah, yeah. 40, 50 bucks, and they'll give them a call and they'll pick it up. 
I mean, as as long as they're kind of propped up, because yeah, I mean, it's just a bag. Or what if what if yeah. stuff's gonna well, blow yeah. in? What if the city it? just says, "Hey, if you operate a, if you operate a lot, a lot, you're gonna give us ten bucks for every game, and we'll send waste management to your lot and clean it up every week." Right. You know, it, I mean, it's one of those. Where you know, where do you want government to intervene? How do you want them to intervene? To be what honest, be there's done? a business opportunity readily available for yeah. that to where a law can be made and a business can be created. But it's so hard to do anything in the city of Detroit because of handshakes and old boys clubs. <laughs> it's not it's not possible. It's so true. That's why I'm baffled. Well, it's you know, the, the city of Detroit has a lot of issues in regards to just so many different things. Like I you know, I was helping with a restaurant being opened in Midtown <sighs> and it took literally like three and a half, four extra weeks just to get the license for the health inspection to get through, for the liquor license to get through. I mean, they were just sitting there with a the thumb up their ass telling people sorry we can't open because the city of Detroit won't let us open. Like imagine like if we had a, a functional city, the people mover, which goes around, what, a mile, could have could go to eight mile and back and forth had we been inventive in the 70s or whenever the people mover were built. But we didn't have that kind of ingenuity. And now we're trying to... So why is that why, who's, who's, I don't know who that is, but we're actually going uh, right up against the break. So we will be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back with a Better on Draft podcast. I am Ken. We have a fuller house since we have Damn, started. Damn, just stop playing with the Twitch channel. No, you told me. I didn't in chat. I just told you I was. Let's not derail the conversation Gosh. as soon as we come back. So we, uh, no, we, we've, we've, we've got a fuller. Uh, everyone is back for uh, segment that, number two. What are you doing? As, uh, people are uh, using the microphone. Oh, Maybe. shit. <laughs> Nick doesn't know I, what I he's tur- doing. I turn Nick off right now. And, and, so uh, we've oh, got I Newman. Got the volume on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, me yeah, There we go. I get yelled at and he breaks things. There See what happens go. around here? Turn off your radio. Yeah, so uh, turn, turn, off turn your down radio. your radio, please, sir. <laughs> what? 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 I'm listening to you guys on the radio right now. What? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we got uh, we got Newman from the uh, Detroit Red Wings alumni okay. show here on podcast. Absolutely, thank you. We uh, we appreciate you coming down. You're drinking a nice Pabst Blue. Hell yeah, ribbon. PBR baby. Hell yeah, ribbon. Well, we do. Kind of wish. Yeah, 1844. Am I right? I Is don't that know. the year? I don't know. The year should be on there. No, 1844. That's the year I was born. So the, those hipsters go. are walking around in the um, during the Civil War drinking that, complaining about things. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> So what, uh, what am I listening I to? I'm say, still yeah, hearing things. It's Dan's phone. Is, yeah, is my, my volume? Oh, my dude, you're right. It I'll was him the out. entire time. No, <laughs> Did I derail yes, that? Jerk. <laughs> oh my goodness. Turn that back and out I'm gonna right turn now. my back on. <laughs> Alrighty, sorry folks. guys. Gosh. So as we mentioned earlier, you know, we were talking about um, pretty much trash for the entire first uh, 40 minutes Thanks, of uh, this show. Sorry, um, sorry. I'm an outside-the-box guy. It was, it was, a, it was a very good conversation, and it was something that oh. I had never thought of, never uh, had. Uh, Brown, I want to bring you up real quick. What are you drinking? Uh, root beer. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it the, the worst best damn root beer ever? Why? Yes, it is. You know, it's funny. I, I was around a guy in his early forties drinking the best damn cherry cola last. I'm like, dude, that's for women. What are you doing? Like, a cherry cola's like, good. Okay, okay. Right? Stop. Stop. He told me it tasted like amaretto. I'm like, we, really? We, like had, we, had, we had Alka Pop the last time I was here. We did. Six, you are right. And you guys saying. love the Henry's orange. The orange, Henry's orange, orange tasted like Fanta. Yeah, that's yeah. Fago orange, man. The orange it, was good. You are right. See, you are right. 
ginger ale was all right. The ginger, not so much, but the yeah. orange was amazing. It's for 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 Michigan. It's on point. So I mean, they I got that at the bowling alley that we bowl at every week. Now you're yeah, welcome. That's dangerous. <laughs> so uh, thank you, as, sir. As we're discussing, uh, we wanted to bring up the Red Wings a little bit just because of that horrible loss last night to Boston. Uh, we uh, there there are basically five potential ways for the Red Wings to get in to the uh, the playoffs. So number one, they win tomorrow. Simple as that. They're in. When they're they're in. in. Yeah, third place. Third place in the Atlantic. Second, uh, the Senators beat Boston. If the Senators beat Boston and the Rings lose, the Rings. The Rings. The The Wings. The the Red Wings. The Red Wings. wings. Beer is on me. (laughs) (laughs) So if uh, Detroit has a regulation loss, Boston wins or loses in regulation, meaning that they get a point, we're going to need to have Philly go 0-1-1 or 0-2-0 to claim the second wild card and potentially face Washington. Number four, the Red Wings get an overtime loss and a Boston regulation loss, third place. And then number five, the Wings get an overtime loss, Boston wins. Uh, Philly cannot do better than uh, two points, so they can't have more than a win or two ties and a loss. So those are the five ways that the Red Wings can make the playoffs. (laughs) So, And, of course, Philly's final game is on Sunday. Uh, Boston plays the no. We play the Rangers tomorrow. Boston plays the Boston Islanders. plays the Senators. Oh, no, Senators and yeah. someone else, uh, Philly, Philly plays, plays the Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Which so, I do not want to run into Pittsburgh right now at all. Well, yeah. Last time we ran into them, they ran us over. No, they ran over Philly too. Not too long yeah, ago. Well, either. you're you're running into two problems with that one right now. Pittsburgh is locked second place in the division. They cannot lose second place. They, they are locked there because they're not passing Washington. They're nowhere near it. All right, I'm going to counter your offer real quick. Is Pittsburgh really going to throw it or do anything to lose to Philly? Do you really want that <laughs> No, they're not going to happen. Not going to happen. But that's just my point, which we also ran into the other bad scenario. We actually wanted the Rangers to beat the Islanders in their last meeting. It flipped. Islanders beat the Rangers. So now the Rangers are stuck in the wild card instead of the third seed. Well, no, hold on. The Rangers no, are still in Rangers third. The are Islanders ten. are fighting the Rangers right now for yeah. the third seed. It's two points apart between No, they have identical points right now, and the Unless Islanders have one last more game. Night. Yeah, Islanders beat the Rangers last night. Oh, was that? Okay, then I didn't see that last night, so that's a big difference. Look, long and short, Detroit controls their destiny. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. win, and all this goes when away. In. This whole conversation ends. That, that's, that, that's really the entire. Like I, again, we're we're playing we're playing the what ifs, and the the funny thing is, is that Detroit plays first out of all. Like Detroit. Oh, sorry, Boston. No, Boston. Plays first no, too. Boston. The Boston game and the Detroit game are at the, the same, same time, time on Sunday. Oh, that's going to be quite the. Oh, so they're both be scoreboard watching. I was going to say, yeah, that's a picture and picture uh, TV <laughs> game. Right now. Still exist <laughs> tomorrow at twelve thirty. So yeah, <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Turn on the picture and picture. We got to watch this <laughs> for those of you who may catch the show tonight on Friday. It's going to be one of those. You're watching the um, Red Wings game and trying to watch porn and <laughs> jerk off at the same time. Wow, that's oh, that's a little oh, too much. That's, wow, I don't, I don't even know oh, if I could pull that man. off. Yeah, that's, 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 that's more focused than. A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> All right. He's the kind of guy that sets up the helmet for his phone to watch the porn so he can drink his beer and work it at the same time. <laughs> so so what, what do you use the paper towel for? <laughs> oh, 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 derailed. Here we go. <laughs> Who uses paper towel, dude? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm you know what? What's out. what's your guys' uh, opinion on this uh, this season? You know, uh, obviously we have somebody here that has a uh, very harsh opinion about rookie sensation Dylan Larkin. All right, yes. So we'll we'll roll right into that, and I'm sure there a conversation will happen from right. there. So I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, I'll be the bad guy. 
We need to shop and push Dylan Larkin out the door ASAP. We need Dylan Larkin is top five in all offensive stats besides assists. He's top ten this season. So he's not going to get rookie of the year or anything like that, but we need to shop him. We need to find... What's his name? Exactly. exactly. He's getting ready. We need to shop Larkin for a top-line defenseman. We don't have one. We need to shop one because we have... Nyquist, we have Tatar, we have Manta, we have Antonisiu. We have top-line offensemen. <laughs> we need to find a defenseman that can stand up to the caliber of offense, guys. The reason we keep losing is because we don't have a defense. We have like six, we have eight guys that should wouldn't be on anybody else's top or even second-line defense. We the have- great thing about Matt right now is he's kind of like Darren McCarty, which means he is smoking a lot of hashish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From a standpoint of the Larkin stuff, are you out of your head? Yeah, he, he's right hot, he's hot right now, okay? To next, next year, look, let's look at Nyquist. Last year, we all thought in January and February that Nyquist was the next coming of Fedorov. And he's and he not. Had- Exactly. So we thought that we can't touch Nyquist last year, and now he can't put the puck no, in the no, goal. No. Who so is now we? The- Who is we? <laughs> the, the, That's a good question. <laughs> Who is we? Everybody in Detroit thought Nyquist was everybody not, in not everybody in Detroit. Guys that really don't know hockey are saying, we can't even talk about Nyquist. We can't talk about Tatar. Right? No, but... We thought, like, Nike was put in 14 goals in, like, what, 12 games? And we thought he was the next coming of No, Federal. who was we? We just talked about that. Sports radio. There's no everybody in the everybody Matt sports radio. The, oh, come on. Matt Jesus thinks he's Christ, the equivalent dude. of Chris Shelton on the... Yeah, there Orange Crush. Yeah. We got Orange Crush over there because he is Chris Shelton. Look, dude. <laughs> uh, when it comes to Dylan Larkin, Dylan Larkin is really at a point right now. He's not had this type of minutes on the ice. And we'll, we will be the first to tell you, you know what? The guy is just not doing it right now. But I'm going to tell you, if you compare Dylan Larkin with Tatar – or Glenn Denning or Nyquist, it just doesn't work. Because you know what? They're not the same talent I, level. I agree, but I can shop a guy like Dylan Larkin to the other 29 teams because it's like the NBA draft. You don't draft on where they're going to show up today. It's where they're where you think they're going to go. So I can take a guy like Larkin, like I could have we could have done with Morazic three, two, three years ago, and say, "Hey, I've got this great commodity. Give me something back." And the big thing in the in the Red Wings is we need, you know, defense help. We we have one guy that belongs on the top two lines, which is DeKaiser and Cronwall is great, but he's kind of lost. Cronwall is not great. Come on. So we, but we there's don't, only two two defensemen we should even keep right now. No, I would scrap no, the other four. No, we have there's one. It's Danny DeKaiser. And the only reason he's with us is because yeah, he's it's not the only one. I, I would keep Marchenko too because he's still young and he's got room to grow. The other guys are awful. So right we now. okay, exactly. So we take a guy who everyone thinks the world of like Larkin, where where we have a bunched up position. We've got Nyquist, we've got Tatar, we've got See, Mantha. I would rather trade Nyquist still. No. If we could get Nyquist yeah, over, you are over not Larkin. going to trade Larkin. Trade Larkin now. You are not going to trade What are you Larkin. banking on him on having like sophomore blues for another team? I Hell gu- no. <laughs> I guarantee you, I will put this in stone now. I'll put my reputation in. No way, Larkin, you have, have no reputation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Larkin, Larkin, he- hear me now and fear me later. 
Larkin will never score more goals in a season than he has in his first year. I've I got I've got a thousand dollars on the table right what? now. What? Whoa! To say that Larkin will never. What has he got? Twenty three right now. He will never have more goals in a season than he does his first year. That I don't I don't think so. He will not Stand. score. He, he has twenty goals years. right now. He will not have a hundred goals in his first five years. Nope. I will spot you. T- the Look, first Larkin year. is wow. not Fedek, right? If no. you remember Brent Fedek, right, where he was like everybody loved Brent Fedek, and we I love Brent Fedek. But you know what? When you look at his entire career, he had 97 career goals. 97, right? Larkin is different. Larkin is more Iserman no. than he Sorry. <laughs> I disagree. Larkin is opportunistic. He's He finds himself in the right place at the right time. Detroit right now That's is playing skill, a— though. He is playing— <laughs> Detroit, The Detroit Red The Red great Red thing <laughs> about podcasts like this yeah. is I've got guys that really yeah. like Batman as opposed to, hey, I really know hockey. So, so <laughs> really, really quickly, Dylan Larkin, Dylan Larkin is sitting at presently— uh, this is straight from NHL.com. 23 goals, 22 assists for 45 points with a plus minus of 12 um, and only 34 penalty minutes. So that's irrelevant. But Larkin right now was set up to be the next captain where it was Abdicator. No. And we love Justin Abdicator. At least I do. But oh, good. he was next to be the captain. But with what Larkin is doing now, as a 19-year-old, he is going to be the next captain. That he should be a captain for another team. I'm sorry. I, I love I love the water. Why do you story. hate Larkin? I don't dude. hate Larkin. I just think why I want to shut. You just like, want to get more. I want for, Detroit needs a defense. <laughs> Detroit doesn't have defense right now. That's so why. we're not talking defense. We're not talking Larkin because Larkin doesn't pay. Play defense, exactly. and I'm with you. Exactly, they absolutely we have do need more defense. We, we have Lidstrom we have. next year. Can we get that? <laughs> Tell <Yeah>. me. What... <laughs> Hold on a second. No. Aren't we the Detroit Red Wings? Why don't we just Lindstrom? outdraft everybody like we always do and draft some good defense? I was going to say, because, I mean, what what about the draft? Does it matter no, where no, we I mean, is, is there it nothing? Matter where we no, Darian no, Hatcher's got to be hanging out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so a fucking Yui Krupp is right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's all about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Solmstrom or whatever. Mike, Michael, whatever. But listen. Let's get Gunnar Stahl in the game. Can we do that, Ken? Gunnar Stahl. Oh, well, can, can we get Kenny Wu? What a cake eater. What a cake eater. Listen, I don't hate Dylan Larkin, but his shop of value is higher than anything that Detroit's had in. Shut up, dude. Let's look at Decades. Nightquist last year. Ken is going to spill his Nyquist beer with. out of his mouth here. Come on. Oh, Seriously, dude. We got a good show. Well, let's, let's. Larkin, we're not trading. Trade Larkin. Larkin now. No. I will stand outside like a Trump rally. So, <laughs> trade Larkin. So, hold Make Larkin so, someone else again. So, hold on. One of our viewers on Twitch actually has a question. Maybe both of you, being that you guys are the, the in most involved in this conversation, um, he's asking, did you guys weigh in our playoff chances? He's curious. Zero percent. Zero percent. Zero percent. Zero percent that the that Detroit Red Wings are going to make the playoffs. Zero percent. I would say, is it zero to make it or zero it, to actually have any success in the playoffs? They get zero third place. Zero going what, what do you, well, you, what do you think? It's, they, well, you, you, know said, what? you said earlier they control their own destiny. They, they do control their own destiny. Yes. And on our show and my co-host, Eddie Mio, had said we need to win the next five games. Obviously, 
we lost last night. Um, the way that it stands tomorrow, we're playing the Rangers. The Rangers at twelve thirty. And is that a home game or is it an away game? It's an away no, game. that's an away game. MSG, oh, okay. we haven't won an MSG since two thousand nine. Oh, dude, that just doesn't Ooh. matter. So <laughs> we haven't you know won, and I'm at the point right, right now because right, I'm talking right, about right, you. Right. Oh, no, go on, go on. We haven't won Philly uh, since 1998. Okay, Joe. The Rangers Joe are going to rest guys tomorrow <laughs> because they've got everything that they need locked up. Uh, Detroit needs to play well, and they will play well. And it's my—I don't want to sound like a homer, but I'm going to tell you, Detroit's going to win tomorrow. They're going to make the playoffs. Who's your goalie? Is it Jimmy or is it Peter? Jimmy. Well, Sorry. that's the other thing we no, were no. talking about. I, I want to know about from the, the, the alumni guy. Who's you your know, guy? If, if, you were, Jimmy. if you were Blash, <laughs> if you're Blash, are you going to ride Jimmy or are you going to ride Peter? Not just now, but in the future. Jimmy was told by Blash as he was walking off after he got pulled yesterday, you're still my guy. Jimmy Howard is the goalie. He's a $5 million goalie. Morazic is a $925,000 goalie, right? For the now. way that it stands right now, I'm going with Jimmy Howard. Okay. Well, point being is other than last night, uh, yeah, last night was the game, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, it takes me a minute. I work nights. You got to give me a minute. <laughs> Days are a blur to me. Okay. Um, you know, other than last game, Jimmy's been on fire. He's been the hot hand for Detroit. So right. I fully agree. You play Jimmy Howard tomorrow. He's been good. Last game was a rough game against Boston. Boston's a high offensive power team, though. You know, Boston play. Uh, the Boston's been struggling at home too. We we dropped the ball there, but you know, Boston what? is the only team in the playoff picture with a losing record at home. Yes, and us and Philly lost. are the only two teams in the playoff picture that have negative goal differentials. Yep. That that just pointless statistics. No, you I know? agree. Yeah, one game to the next doesn't matter when it comes to home or away. Yeah, that, that's a red herring. You know, although I got to be honest. We need the third seed. We can't take the wild card seed. Right now, I want to play Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay without Stamkos, I will play Tampa Bay every day of the week. They're still a good team, but without Stamkos, I'm not worried about Tampa Bay. Last year, we we played Tampa, and Stamkos scored one goal. Tyler Johnson scored seven. Oh, yeah. yeah, It just doesn't matter. He he made love to our face, Tyler Johnson. Stamkos on the ice, you're paying attention to Stamkos, though. It doesn't matter. I don't care first round, second round, third round. There is not a person in this room, there's nobody that believes that the Detroit Red Wings right now can win the Stanley Cup. Is there anybody right now at this table that'll say, you're absolutely wrong, I think we can uh, win the Stanley Cup? I I always, for the fact of the matter is being the NHL playoffs and the fact that the NHL playoffs... Things can. It, it's not like the NBA playoffs where a one seed loses to an eight seed. Never. You have eight seeds beating one seed, sevens beating twos. Yeah. LA Con- a couple of weeks ago, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's not the fact that, you know, do I think sitting right here, Kenneth Kunarszewski, host of the Better on Draft podcast, betterondraft.com, says <laughs> at Better on Draft. At Better on Draft on Twitter. Better on Draft pod, podcast. Better on Draft on, uh, on Facebook. Yep, and Better on Draft podcast. Yep, I do not. Think that the Red Wings will win the Stanley Cup? Do I think they can win? Yes. Do I think they will win? 
No, and I think that's a very important thing but to But why do you think they can win? Here's why. Because they're already in the playoffs. The playoffs have been going on for two or three weeks from, and those are always the teams that come in on fire. When you're fighting to get into that last spot, those are the teams. What did the Kings do? Was it two years ago in the eighth seed? Yeah, that was like, came four, in, years it was like four, four years ago. It was like four years ago. My time. Kings had a still. hot goalie. Yeah, but still, when you're fighting to get in, you come in on fire and keep that momentum But again, you, you look at both Jimmy Howard and Peter Mrazek can both be hot. You look at Jimmy Howard against Chicago when we biffed the 3 to 1 lead. You look at Mrazek last year against Tampa Bay against a team who, you know, for the for the most part really outplayed us. But Peter Mrazek was so hot in net that he kept us in those games and created such a large chance for us to win that we were, you know, we were up until the, you know, 7th game third period we were, you know, still in it. I think I think the road to the cup is through Peter Mrazek. And I think he lost his mojo, and I think that's why we've regressed. I think the difference between Pete and Jimmy is Pete leaves the goal to cut down the angle of the shooter, and he lost that when he lost his mojo. And Jimmy Howard is an in-goal netminder. So... I, I, don't, I, don't I would hate beg to differ in regards to Jimmy. I've seen Jimmy so far out of the net that I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But I think he's learned that from Pete. <laughs> that helped and, against And Philly. I think that Pete has has him better at that, and the reason why he's doing that is because of Peter. But the reason why Pete has regressed because he's got that hamstring, and he can't do what Peter the Great has been doing. Jimmy is Ozzy, and Peter no, no is Manny. No way. It's, it's who? Manny. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Manny Legacy. Okay, I, I will cut in here right now. And <laughs> tell, I me about, <laughs> tell me about Bob Asenza, please. <laughs> I, I I will cut in, and I, I think I think Peter is good. I don't think he's bad as Manny was. Which one's Cujo? Cujo. I, I would. <laughs> I would well, more, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How I, are you going to say Manny was bad? I would more know. <laughs> did you not? At the alumni game, did you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to just continue this uh, conversation and go forward and say I would liken this more to Peter Mrazek and Jimmy Howard and more comparable to Chris Osgood and Dominic Hoshik circa 2008. What about Joaquin Benoit versus Jose Valverde circa 2010? <laughs> yeah, but isn't Valverde the one that had a, a perfect season? 49, 49, baby. Wasn't Peter Mrazek the hot one? Like, Three months ago? Peter was, but Peter has not had this type of ice time but he has. ever he had, in his career. He had it in the call he won the Calder Cup for the for the the Griffins. He was better that's, still. He stood that's like head. saying, oh my god, he stood up for the fucking Detroit Vipers. No. Right? <laughs> We're not talking the same amount of time, dude. No. Nyquist, Tatar, they were all on the Kaiser, all on the same team. Turner Cup champions. That they <laughs> can be one, all they on broke the cup. cup. And hell, uh, they were playing the Syracuse Crunch, which is the, the Tampa Bay Lightning team. The competition level is not the same. But Nyquist. <laughs> anyway, Ken, how dare you compare oh, anyone to gosh. Dominic Hasek, you, you savage. Hey, Peter, <laughs> hey, Peter's a check, too. Peter's a check, too. Pe- uh, okay, Mrazek's modeled most of his play. Does he have Dominic a gold Hasek. medal? That's just, I didn't think so. He, no, he's got a junior's gold medal. <laughs> He probably does. He does. A, does he have a real gold medal? Hey, it's, it's goldish. Did, did he play against Trinidad and Tobago? <laughs> oh, no, he, 
He beat Jamaica. Team Jamaica. That they were. Are we uh, talking U.S. soccer now? <laughs> I, think, I think we're attempting to make Mighty Ducks two references. Here. Oh, <laughs> they were a bobsledding team. No, he did, they didn't beat Iceland. They beat Jamaica. No people said. Oh, I'll stop. I'll stop saying. Did you guys oh, want to talk Red Wing alumni at all? Some of our games. Sure. Why not? What, what What exactly is the Red Wing alumni? Why don't you uh, explain that to us? Uh, well, you know, I'll tell you the uh, Detroit Red Wing alumni. Uh, as we're joking about it, but we play about 25 to 30 games per year. We play throughout the country. These are guys that played either in the NHL professionally or for the Detroit Red Wings. And it's just one of those things where a lot of people love going into a barn. You know, uh, some of these barns, uh, those of you that play hockey know that, you know, we could be in Hazel Park or... Lakeland or something like that. Mm. And they go through and it, they're all charity games where we don't, you know, play for the charity. We play, they contract with us mm-hmm. and then we play and then we try and put a team together. And then- Can you give us a couple names? Names of people who come. You know, I'll tell you what. Life? There are four guys that I can tell you right now that play pretty much every single game. Mm-hmm. And that's Klima, Brent Fedek. John O'Grodnick, Eddie Mio, guys that played for the Red Wings, they're going to be at every single game. Um, and then we kind of rotate between Koser, McCarty, Cesarelli, Larry Murphy, Maltby, Draper, guys that you remember growing up, guys that you remember saying, oh, my God, yeah, that guy's great, that come on in. And, you know, they, they skate, and we have a lot of fun doing it. And how, and how oh whoa, man, we're having some crazy problems with the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who plays goal? Who plays goal? Oh, is who? it right there? Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, okay. who's the goalie on this? Our thing? primary goalie yep. is Eddie Mio, number forty-one. Um, played for Detroit. He played for Edmonton, and he played for the New York Rangers. Um, we always say that Eddie's claim to fame is that he was Wayne Gretzky's best man at his wedding. But he was still a good goalie. Our backup is Greg Malachy. Greg Malachy is a uh, former two-time national champion with University of Michigan. Uh, We also use George Bowman. George Bowman, his grandfather was Rolf Scotty Bowman, um, who formed actually the Red Wing alumni. And who do you guys play? You know, we play anybody from... You know, cerebral palsy to church leagues. Anybody that wants to come in, they're trying to generate money, generate mm-hmm. funds. And they put their teams together. It's a bunch of ham and eggers. You know, it's not a bunch of guys that are good It's not guys. about winning. It's just about raising so, money for charity. So, so you guys find a rink like. and you guys show up and... Well, we know. don't find a rink. Well, they find, find us. Rink. We look through. We've started over the past few years. Stu Grimson last year. Um, there you go. Used nice. to play for, That's a great name. There you go. Yeah, Stu uh, used to play for Detroit. Mm-hmm. And he has now formed the Nashville Predators alumni. So last year we were able to... Go in and play the Predators alumni in um, Nashville right after the Red Wings game. So they did their main game, and then we went in, and then we played the Predators alumni. Oh. 
It's awesome. That's awesome. So it, it's a great thing. All the guys love it. The guys love coming back. They love playing. You know, even guys like Crucial Niski that we remember the name, but they won a Stanley Cup with Detroit. Um, they have greater names in Toronto, uh, but they love coming back because I'm telling you, the Wing Wheel is one of the greatest. It's, it's, it's pretty iconic. Hockey. It's it's yes. the most noticeable in, across you know the four major sports. Correct, and maybe even uh, you know on the other side where hockey is you know pretty you know Russia, Europe, the rest of Europe. Well, and that's the other thing is we've got a lot of the Russian guys yes. that will come back. You know, even guys like Sergei Samsonov, who is only oh. a couple years yeah. removed. You know, they love coming in, mm-hmm. love playing um, because I'll tell you, like the best story that we have is Mike Knubel. <clears throat> couple years played for us on the alumni side and we were playing a game in grand rapids and within two weeks of that game philly called him and asked him for a professional tryout what we call a pto and you know so he's playing for the red wing alumni two weeks later he's playing for the philadelphia flyers Oh, that's wow. awesome! That's awesome. How, how does uh, how is the game get like you know like a like a normal hockey game competitive wise or you know is, what is it, is it, you, little, is it kind of like uh, alumni showdown at Comerica Park that kind of toned down a little bit like what's the like the level of play is it pretty competitive you know for most part it used to be pretty competitive mm. and then as you go through because I'll tell you our guys when they're playing um, they can flick a switch yep. where all of a sudden they're playing back where they want to. Um, in most cases, it's, a, like I said, it's a bunch of ham and eggers mm. that are playing. You know, they're like, oh, my God, I get to play against Mickey Redman. Right. You know, and Mickey is 67 years old, but I'll tell you, he can skate down that ice better than most guys that you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you look at it, you're saying that, um, eh, no, it, it's not a competitive <laughs> game. And over the past couple of years, we've had guys that have come in and said, you know what, we really want to win this game. Mm-hmm. And we've got our team where the guys are on the ice and are like, we're here for the fans. <clears throat> we're trying to make it work. Yeah. And I, I will tell you, like, even this year we started doing it where – uh, we looked at the team we were playing and saying, you know what, to be competitive is great, but you're really not here to be competitive, and you can't be competitive. Mm-hmm. So we'll do um, a shootout where the referee will call you know, a penalty shot, and then all of a sudden we have like eight guys that line up and saying, we're going to shoot on your goalie, and they're all going to count. So, <laughs> so it's like, kind of like a, like a Harlem Globetrotters kind of thing a little bit. Yeah. That's, maybe, maybe not to the extent it's, of... It's more concentrated on yeah. the entertainment as opposed yeah, to you're, the you're, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. That's kind of like... That's actually what we've started over the past couple of years, because okay. it, it, teams that come in that are yeah. saying, we want to beat the Red Wing alumni, it's, it's not what we do. Yeah. We want to make sure that we're there... So that you can raise money. Yeah. Right. And so if it comes down to let's be competitive, no, you really don't want to be competitive because it comes down to that. <laughs> you're just not going to be able to do it. Team Iceland. <laughs> so, uh, Team Iceland. We're going to take a quick break. We are uh, up against the time. We will be right back with a Better on Draft podcast. And we are wow. back. There you go. We are back with the Better on Draft podcast. <laughs> The final segment, I was kind of getting some stuff ready and didn't realize that the uh, 
the song was almost over. After you over. said how much time we had left, you were the one. I know. I, was the one, I, I had yeah. the timer going in my head, so I was just like, all right, <laughs> oh, wait. I, nope. I, I don't know how to handle that kind of time. Corn. Yeah, it's yep. Uh, yep. quite yep. interesting. Yep. Anyways, we are back. We still have uh, Newman here from the Detroit Alumni hey. Show. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about beer because we did open Bourbon County Coffee from and, 2015. And it is a beer Yo. show, so you know we should talk about beer a little bit. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we, we do have the Bourbon County Coffee 2015. Now, have you guys had a chance to, uh, as, as we're, we're trying to figure out our audio, thankfully it's yeah, not going go. to be affecting you guys. Uh, have you guys had a chance to uh, try it yet? Have you guys got a chance to taste now, it? What's uh, the yeah, camera now, doing, by the way, Nick? It's like moving around, going all crazy. Well, we're trying to we're trying to fix the audio issue here. Oh. I think it's cord, so the uh, the cord for the camera might be moving around. So, so one thing I, I will preface this whole thing with is because I, I was still before the show was looking for the batch numbers to see if this particular one is infected or not. Uh, couldn't find it. I know Ken, you were looking for it too. Yeah, but I, find I guess it either. just for you know Smithsonian references. Uh, this was bottled September 17th, 2015. It is batch number 1210. Yeah, so it doesn't taste infected. It tastes oxidized, which is causing that tart flavor to it. it yeah. Completely different things, which people are like, oh, I, I, infected, but we've covered this the last two weeks. Yeah. The retarded are the ones calling it infected. Oh, that, this I, is even, oxidized. I mean, that, that's mean. You, you no, it's that. not, because <laughs> if you've seen what these people are saying, they don't know what they're talking about when it comes to beer, and I've had people the last two weeks backing me up on this, what we're talking about. It's oxidized. You can definitely, which is, can definitely taste the tartness, though. Which yeah. comes it from the oxidation right. from the barrels. Um, as, an, as a hoppy person, it tastes... I don't like the viscosity, to be honest. It it tastes a little bit... It doesn't taste like it's supposed to. It, does, it tastes no. thick on the back of your tongue. But it's not infected. It's the oxygen that got into it. I can tell you right now from tasting that. From so being we, a home brewer, I don't know, it, Rob, it, it, anyone so else in here? I, it might this not is be an in your infected beer. beer, per se, as much as it is a, a oxidized beer itself. So I, say, I, was, I was just a Mr. Beer guy, so my home brewing is yeah. completely invalidated. <laughs> But you make yourself look stupid using wrong. Oh, it's infected. Well, Nick looked no, up what an and, infected beer looks and, like. And, and again, yeah, it's, it's, it's not pretty disgusting. It's not the but. fact that it's you know the the Bourbon County coffee was in fact infected. Like that's that's something that part, some of the batches we fully agree and understand that it has happened. Goose Island has come out and given out refunds because Vipa Matt wants to. Uh, they I'm said a, it was infected. No, they I'm said a, they were off flavor. Off flavor. I'm, there you go. That's I'm not a, infection. Quick question. Um, there's been kind of a bit of hype in the in the market recently that a New Holland bourbon aged is roughly on the par of the founders KBS. So it's all bourbon, you know, stouty. The Dragon's Milk, yeah, it's one of the best bourbon so, barrel aged. So people line up for you know founders KBS, and then you can find a New Holland Dragon's Milk twenty four seven three sixty five. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, let, let I don't know if if you want to discuss the idea that. There's hype behind some things just because it's hypish. Oh, we did that well, week what, one. Okay, well then I, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and sit in the corner again. No, you're good. No, we've had that conversation. I'm not someone who'll stand in line. Why would I when you have Dragon's Milk, for example, which is in like fridge. the top three or four of the bourbon barrel age? When here I have the tart flavored coffee thing that sat around for a year and people lined up for it and spent twenty five dollars a bottle. Right. I, th- I think there's a uh, Michigan's a great beer state. I mean, I, th- I think it's like listed number four out of fifty, obviously because there's fifty states. That's about about right. Four, five, six. Sure, it's fifty. Yeah. 
you know, are we counting Guam? Oh no, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. What about, Rico. What about and, the and, Democrats abroad? And so- is that a country? <laughs> super delegates, super delegates. What yeah. about the super delegates for beer? Some might say that the UP is a different state, which kind of hey, they wanted to be. Those, they're they're those, Packer those, country. They don't have an economy though. But um, we we do have some great beer, and I think like I, I was talking to Ken about this. Um, Sheboygan Blood Orange, and I don't know if this is like highly Ken's known yet. I think Sheboygan Blood Orange is the next Oberon, and and I, it it might be. Oh my God! Don't talk, you know, sacrilege about Oberon. Are you kidding me? You should see the, what the people like to talk about Oberon right now. Is oh, they're hating on they, it. They, yeah, yeah, it's the biggest hate fest in the world. Talking about I Oberon. Think if you haven't tried Sheboygan Blood Orange, they come in four packs. They're t- nine bucks. I, lo- I love Tapestry's Mister Orange more. Like I like Sheboygan's Blood Orange, but in regards to yeah. beers of that style and flavor profile, I, I mean it's it, it's a wheat ale just like Oberon. It just it's blood orange instead of regular orange. Mm-hmm. It's got some honey to increase it, the ABVs from five to seven point two. So you get a little bit of a bigger buzz. It's just a whole all around different kind of situation. So it's it's kind of like when those people think like oh shit I've had Oberon for so many years and I keep being promised it's not different but it tastes different this that and other thing <laughs> well here's something that's that you're probably gonna like a little bit Sheboygan Blood Orange last time they also have so, a number number eleven IPA which is modeled after a guy that pulled this guy out of a uh, a burning building it's a it's got a Maltese cross on it. And he brewed a beer for this guy, and it's got a Maltese cross. It's in a great IPA. It was an IPA. What a shame! <laughs> so, like, like if, so, if somebody <laughs> brewed an IPA for me, I'd be very pissed off. Ken, I'm curiosity. Yeah, and I'm going to brew an IPA just for you. Yep. <laughs> we still got a security finance IPA still bouncing around. Yeah, that's that not, not bad. bad. I liked it. Yeah. I'll drink it a little Speaking bit. Speaking of uh, New Belgium, has anybody been to a, ta- a tap takeover Stop. besides me? Ew. 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 No, for, 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 for Do they have 86 variants of Fat Tire? They had all the. Are they are they also all out of date? Like that, I mean, slow kick from like 2004. The, the, the one I went to had beer all, right now. Give me a minute. The, the one I went to had all of dragon's milks, all the different flavors of dragon's milk. Oh, uh, I think there's New Belgium. Oh, I thought you said New Belgium. Uh, yeah, like, I heard, wait, I heard wait, New Belgium. You meant yeah. New Holland. New Holland. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. there's, there's like, oh, I'd go to that. There's like 18 of them now. I literally, yeah. I, I went to a party store at 13 in Harper, and I found an entire shelf of New Belgium, and every single one was out of date. Like nobody buys them. There, I mean. I could have been a wine seller, but just like a feather duster on the New Belgium. There was like Pump Kick. There was Slow Ride, like Rampant from like 40 years ago. Did they have ago. Shift? They, they, the they might have well have. I mean, <laughs> Helen, I Kel- pick that up. Helen Keller might have sold Oh, my sold gosh. There. <laughs> so, well, you anyway, know, yeah, I, go to I'm, the new Holland I'm, I'm going to swing it over to one of our guests. We got Newman over here, obviously, swigging down the PBR. Nothing wrong um, with that. Oh, no, not, not at all. Nothing wrong you, with that. Nothing wrong with that. Never. <laughs> do, you, do you stray away from the PBR? Have you tried uh, any different beers, some of the newer beers that have come out within the last, you know, decade even? You know what? I'm going to tell you, you guys would hate me. Because no, we don't. No, 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 that I do. I like PBR. I That's like Pabst yeah. Blue Ribbon. Yeah. I love Strauss. But when I go like away from that, I absolutely love Samuel Adams Cherry Wheat. Well, that's a great beer. It is. You know, do you know solid, solid choice. Do you know that 70% of Sam Adams Cherry Wheat is consumed in the state of Michigan? 
Really? Really? Oh, really? Yes. really? Wow. Sam Absher does not sell anywhere else besides Michigan. Well, no kidding. I, I mean, swear to God, seventy percent of Sam Adams cherry wheat is Michigan because so, it doesn't sell otherwise. So, with how Sam Adams cherry wheat is selling in the state of Michigan, how do we feel about Poolside coming out from Bell's? Yeah, because that's pretty much cherry wheat in the sense to where it's there's a also with cherry a, isn't there a cherry saison from uh, who the, who is it? Rochester Mills has a cherry saison. Yeah. That's the lips mm-hmm. of faith. And then you have the cherry sizer from Bean Nectar, which is zombie killer. Yeah, so um, it, it, it's kind of like polluting the market, like uh, Twisted Tea. I don't know y'all if you like that. Like the, I, I think Twisted Tea is the greatest kind of like morning beverage. Um, but they had a frosted cherry, which is all <coughs> Traverse City, Michigan cherries. And but legit, like Sam Adams. Cherry wheat doesn't sell outside of Michigan, just like summer shandy doesn't sell out of the Midwest either. It's kind of one of those, <laughs> it's kind of one of those Midwest only kind of situations. I will tell you also that my guys, even though we are sponsored by Bud Light, um, we hate to say that. Uh, well, I guess we don't. Hate <laughs> Why do to you say hate that. to say that? Now we are sponsored by Bud Light, but I know that in our contract, when we, you know, play a charity. They are required to put at least three cases of Bud Light, but most of our guys love Blue Light. Yeah, oh yeah it's Canadian. Yeah, it's Canadian, eh? So it's probably love. <laughs> nope, not Molson. Not Molson. So no, you, you, I'm Molson. Uh, I will tell you in the alumni Moosehead, room. Moosehead. Uh, what Let's a lot of people don't understand is we have an alumni room also at the Joe Lewis Arena where a lot of people will go to the Olympia room and say, oh, my God, that's the greatest bar. If you go to the left instead of the right, we have an alumni room. And in that alumni room, the primary beer that we sell is Molson Canadian. Are you allowed to uh, general admission to that room? No. Exactly. <laughs> no, you have to have a nice little car. Like when you go to the Olympia room, you go yeah. right, and there's a guy standing there. Yep. But if you go to the alumni room, there are two um, pretty doors. much uh, stay away doors. Yeah, there are stay away <laughs> doors with uh, another person there saying, uh, "Where are you going?" And we're like, "Yeah, you can't go in there." Yeah. Uh, but the great thing about our alumni room is for the Molson Canadian. And the Bud Light and oh. the Labatt Blue and the Blue Light, it's two fifty a beer. So it's not Jeez. like nine dollars a beer. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. two fifty a beer, three dollars for a mixed drink. Can, can and I get your a, name and can I can you put it in the list? <laughs> can, you get, can you get a hookup? <laughs> nine dollars for a Griffin Claw at sixty dollars. Can I please get your name? You know, and the great thing well, it's not great, but we don't even have tap beer in there. Yeah, we will in the new arena. No, it's we'll fine. have tap. So. <laughs> yeah, Nine dollars for a sixteen ounce mill. It's, it's crazy. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, you know when you're like it's nine dollars, <laughs> and we're like, so if we go out of there that night and we're like, we got a seventeen dollar tab, we're like, ah, uh, yeah, we had a pretty good night. <laughs> nice. Wham bam transam on Twitch says thank you for the uh, the uh, Sam Adams comment, Matt, mm-hmm. about being yeah. So, because apparently Rob was ridiculing him, getting comments her, on Twitter, her, ridiculing her, her about the her. Sam Adams that they talked about last week. True so, story, though. I mean, it's it just facts. I'm not trying to make I mean, stuff up. We we have more than enough cherry festivals, so I guess you know when you think about it, it made sense. <laughs> 
So we had um, Untapped. And we remember, remember when we did the bracket for Untapped? <laughs> yes, had, yes, uh, yes. How did we do? Boston, no. we did not do well. <laughs> we had uh, Boston we Beer Co. Yeah. versus uh, Boston Beer Co. versus Bells. Is that a beer uh, me? Yeah, we, 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 we need another a, beer. beer. Here, I'll, here, I'll get up. I gotta let's get up for a minute. I'll be right back. I, gave, I got him the last one. I'll get up. This Rock, paper, scissors, no. So I'll we get, had the beer. we had uh, the semifinals, which was Founders defeating Ballast Point, as well as. Uh, Stone Brewing defeating Dogfish Head and going into the finals. Now, Dogfish Head really like squeaked by a lot of people. Like they beat they beat Sierra Nevada by like 60. And I'm pretty sure as I'm attempting to look for Dogfish Head over on. Uh, is Deschutes on that page by uh, chance? Deschutes is on that page. Yep. Yeah, it's on the bracket, I believe. Uh, Deschutes went and lost to New Belgium. Oh come on! In the I call in round <laughs> three. Deschutes, check-ins on Deschutes, Deschutes defeated Pabst, okay. followed by Miller, and then lost to New Belgium. Somebody wants to recount. But how are those on the? How is Pabst, Miller, and Deschutes on the same page? Oh, uh, that's a great question. Pabst was a 14 rank. Miller was a 11 rank. Deschutes was three. Okay, but like, in what <clears throat> world are the the two? Breweries. Uh, I mean, what they did was is that they ranked them based on check-ins for I think the previous three months but, and how many check-ins they had. So that's how they got a ranking system for the top sixty-four. I mean, I, I get that. That might make sense, but who goes to like? I mean, I've been to Milwaukee. It's a great. It's probably one of the best cities in the world. Just because of all the beer there, but who goes to? You, you can sit. There isn't a Milwaukee hockey team, so we can't fight about that. But um, who goes to the Milwaukee wherever and like checks in the Miller Brewing Company? It's so it's that, it's, it's not checking in the brewery; it's checking in their beer. So every Miller so Light, Miller. The, well, the, thought is, the thought is, you don't check in a, a macro beer like a Miller or Bud. Or we Pabst. checked in Natty Daddy. We checked so. in Natty Daddy. <laughs> and, and people posted <laughs> Natty Daddy. Many people. So do you feel bad be, now? Do you feel bad? No. Do, you, do you need to take a shower? Because no, I, I think it's hilarious. It, 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 hey, they I took a shower. It came off. Checked it in. Hey, tell me about that Steel Reserve. We'll let you know. Exactly. You guys are awful people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait till you guys are just awful. <laughs> so awful. But, but, but the awful. thought is, Deschutes and Miller or Pabst, they don't belong in the same bracket because they're Deschutes. So is, did Middle Tennessee belong in the bracket with Michigan State? No, because Middle <laughs> Tennessee was better. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a, no, it's it, not. It's it's. It, it's not though because Miller makes five billion barrels of beer again a year, and Shoots makes maybe a million. It's but, like, but, but again, wasn't Miller a- Miller was an eleven rank as opposed to Deschutes as a third rank. Deschutes got knocked out by New Belgium, it, which is even garbager. Incense <laughs> <laughs> who, who, got knocked out by Stone. Can I can I tell you a funny story? Sure. You know, do you know how New Belgium has their yeast strain? Because they went and knocked on Keith Vela's door of of Blue Moon and said, "Hey, we can't get our our yeast right," and and Keith Vela gave his daughter's hairbrush because he was brushing his daughter's hair when the founders of New Belgium came to his door. He gave the hairbrush to New Belgium and said, "Brush my daughter's hair." Fixed his yeast strain, gave it back to New Belgium, and that's why New Belgium has a beer strain. No, no, no. Whoa. He, he got his yeast straight because he got my ex. High school girlfriend. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Who had a high oh. yeast. <laughs> Once again. Wow. Oh, and that's why we can't have nice things. Oh. 
we, we, so, we're, on, we're, on so, wrong, we're on the wrong train. So clearly, in, in other news. Clearly on the wrong train. In, in, in other news. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my story is true. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> so Was it also high yield? So, so it looks like nearly 15,000 check-ins were in the championship between Stone and Founders. <laughs> yeah, and Stone squeaked out to Founders. Only by a few hundred. So as, as we move away from that, there's one thing. And as, uh, you know, we got about 13 minutes to go. And it's pretty much the, the annoying things of the craft beer fanatics. Um, <laughs> and one of the big things on there is uh, drain pouring. Now, oh, have geez. have any of us now? Not because we were weren't able to finish. Um, how? Uh, <laughs> so don't don't look at me for that oh, one. Oh, That's yeah, all no, you, Dad. Yeah, no, you, you, you and Nick. I thought that was that that best damn whatever. I was like, why are you handing this? No, this is good. Thank you. I gotta say, really quick, Sparty. Do we even have any female listeners? Oh yeah, we probably okay. do. We do. Well, Wham bam, Trans Am. We have an owl hoot, whatever. Uh, I don't, I don't know about Nick going to the competition, yeah. but... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. We got messages, and this is why female listeners are heading to your That's what I was talking about. Who is our competition? Can someone tell me? Uh, it's it's well, all me. Well, uh, I'm well, not asking in this As right we now. find out our competition... Uh, go ahead, Ken. I typically give a, a twerk show after on the same hours, <laughs> so... Ugh. Oh. I'm still. Oh yeah, thank you, Wham Bam. We appreciate it. So, uh, with, <laughs> with, with, with that in mind, have you guys ever drain poured a beer because it tasted so bad that you've never you didn't Ho- want to drink it? Who Garden? Absolutely. What's that? Who Garden? Ho Garden. Ho Garden. It's 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 actually Who Garden. Ho Garden. Yeah, okay. How's it spelled? Um, it, it's spelled one, but if you look at the label, it's spelled it, it, the the phonetics on the the label are W H O. But, so, so uh, oh, I'm thinking in Dutch, yeah. So never mind. Keep going. Who Garden? That would be. I, I'm not a Belgian Garden, guy. I was told this is the best beer you'll ever drink in your life, and I told the guy I don't like Belgian beers, but he says no. It's been around since eight or 1518s. You'll like it, and I knew after I drank it, it I didn't like it. So Who Garden, not so much. Anybody else? Drain pours. I'd uh, have to think about that. Drain pours. So I, many bad. I, I will. You have? Oh yeah. Why? Because I have like a very particular style. People don't seem to hear, like you're saying. People don't hear that, so they're like, "Oh, they try this thing that I know I won't like." And like, uh. yeah, like there are so many people. I mean, Michigan is is an IPA state, which I mean. Which I can't stand. Exactly. So, right. like, if you so don't like everyone's I, throwing them in my face. If you don't like an IPA in Michigan, apparently you're like a communist. Right. So, <laughs> red bastard. Over everyone here. says, "Oh, you'll love this," and it's like, "No, I don't like IPAs." Oh, but you'll like this one. Yeah, and it's like, cool. "No, I won't," because no. I tell you, I don't like IPAs. I want an amber or a sour or a stout, and they're like, "No," and they shove it in your face, and they're like, "All right, cool." Well, you're my friend. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a shot. And then you pour it, you pop it in a glass, and you drink it, and you're like, God, you know, and you're like, why was I fooled again by some random person? And then you send them a really bad Facebook message or text message like, how bad of a person they are. Because you recommended the beer that and, you And hate. I'd much rather not drink something I absolutely hate than drink it. So where well, else is it going to go? I, I think there's a uh, a difference between, um, you know, drain pouring and the fact that, like, I offered you a beer because I offered you the 1050. If you didn't like it, you would just give it back to me. And right, it was, right. It was one of those, you know, that's, that's how I foresee beer. I'm going to open a beer and I'm going to be like, you know, hey, if you want to try it, here you go. Why don't you try it? So you'll try it because just like me, I'll try any beer except for a chili beer. And if I don't like it, I'll hand it back. Right. But man, so, I'm saying like the, the person makes them pick it up and then no, stuck no, with no, like that's a, stuck with like a four pack. So we, we we have the the bourbon uh, barrel imperial Mayan mocha style. Yeah, like 
The B-B-A-I-M-M-S, <laughs> for short. Um, so let's uh, let's get you guys to uh, try that to see if uh, it is, in fact, quote-unquote. It's, it's fine. There's no issue. Is this the one that was just part of us? The Mayan Mocha, yeah. Yeah, you have that right now. Yeah, yeah this Dan, is the. Dan has one. I think that was the. I think that was the. The, the, the this is this is the third of the uh, quote unquote infected issues that uh, have bourbon. I don't know if it's just me. Maybe you guys can elaborate. I got this little little burning taste in the back of my. That's throat. the cinnamon oh, that's, in the barrel age. That, 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 that is the habaneros. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, the habaneros, okay. All right. All right. All right. So, all right, so yeah, for those so, so those who do not know what this is, it is a stout with coffee, cinnamon, nutmeg, and habaneros. And then age. This is not a Christmas barrel. beer. This is not definitely not. It, I don't know. Well, it came out in Halloween, so I guess it is a Halloween beer. I don't know. All right, okay. Thanksgiving beer. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate the beer for what it is, but as a Michigander, yeah. or as um, Carl Levin calls us, Michiganians. <laughs> oh my um, god. <laughs> Michigan. He said Carl Levin. <laughs> like Carl Levin was relevant. <laughs> He's still your son for 60-some years. He's still your son. Like this, I don't, I, this is one of those stout, heavy, thick beers with a heavy viscosity that just don't taste good. If I had milk in a sock with a chili pepper in between, this is what it would taste like. <laughs> Literally, if, milk I, put, in a if, sock. if I if I roasted green chilies... Put in a Guinness. That's what I think this would taste like. But you're not getting the green apple tart taste that a lot of people are are, are claiming in regards There's, to the beer. What, what I guess my issue is uh, not even an issue. Um, when I was 18, I went to Germany for a couple of weeks, and I drank all the little village beers. I drank a Kolsch. I drank the Bitburgers and all that stuff. And I had a Guinness in there, and it just didn't taste right. And this is kind of giving me the same viscosity of... You don't have that clean crispness like I would hope to because I'm a, a lager kind of guy. So if you're a, an ale person that likes the having that, <clears throat> that lingering mouthfeel and you want to have that on your palate, that you're going to love this. Personally, it's just out of my... Well, Rob, I mean, you bought it. This is your beer. What, mm-hmm. what did you think of it? Uh, to me, there is, I mean, there's a bit of tart. Um, Sorry, there's, de- there's definitely oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, there's there's definitely the the heat, and I can pretty much taste all the elements that are there. But it's it's certainly not the way it was when it first came out. Okay, I, there's there's a little bit of tart to it. So it didn't age well. Is what no, you're no, it didn't. Age, it doesn't age well at all. I I would probably think that you know in three four months maybe six months. This could eventually turn into, I guess, what, what someone would call a drain pour. I'm like, I'm not going to pour So it. where on the bottle does it say to age the beer? It says absolutely nowhere on the bottle to age the beer because there's nothing on here that says ages well or to Because if, if you look at the Goose Island, the Goose Island says ages in five years. It, it says, good, Dan, hold, hold, hand me the bottle real quick because the bottle actually has a phrase. And it says develops in the bottle up to five years. Right. So that that is a, a pretty big difference in regards to uh, what we're talking about with the bourbon barrel mm-hmm. imperial Mayan mocha aged stout B B I A elemental P S. It basically it's like it just goes through the government the typical government warning um, tells you where it's brewed and has a manufacturing date October nineteenth twenty fifteen. So. Yeah, it's 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 not giving you an actual uh, 
like it, it, you know, pe- people always assume you know bourbon barrel aged, always aged. You know, you you age it yourself afterwards for the the taste to be better. And there there are some beers that will come out better. And I know Matt wants to talk real quick, um, but you know there are some beers that will actually come out and taste better. You know, we were talking Bourbon County fourteen versus Bourbon County fifteen, and remember when we tried both of those, and mm. then the Bourbon County fourteen was just so much better. But Matt, what what would you like to say? Um, there's a new trend where. Uh, uh, since bourbon is so popular that when there's an off batch of whatever your favorite brewer, they throw it into a bourbon barrel and say it's a bourbon batch. Like, um, for instance, Twisted Tea just came out with a bourbon-aged Twisted Tea. They were trying to do something different, and it didn't work out, so they put in bourbon barrels, and they're saying it's a bourbon Twisted Tea. So bourbon is now – the bourbon barrel is now the de facto way to – Clean out the bad flavors. It's white to, out. Yeah, it, it it really is. Like, well, let's let's talk to you know two guys who actually drink a little bit more bourbon than the the rest of us here. You know, what what is your guys' opinion in regards to bourbon barrel aged stouts um, coming into beer? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you they're overrated. Okay, uh, I mean, it, obviously, it comes on your own personal opinion. You know, I like stouts. I love stouts. No, I'm drinking Guinness all day like water, soaking this guy right over here, Tony. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I like a lot of the other stouts. I like a lot of porters. And, you know, I've had uh, the 2012 Bourbon County. I can tell you it got better as it warmed up. Yep. That's, when I drank that's... it cold, it was disgusting. Yeah. I literally just kind of, like, sat it down, picked it up about 45 minutes. So I was like, huh, I can, I can drink this now. And I was like, and there's no way in hell I'm going to go wait in a line or – Beg some, you know, party store guy, shopkeeper, whatever, like, hey, save me a bottle for $12. No, the thing is, it's not for the shopkeep. It's because these brewers are trying to do new stuff always because every brewer wants to do the newest, trendiest thing. You're trying to tell me that Odd Side is trying to do new things all the time. Shenanigans, I know. Or Shorts is trying to do new things all the time. Gosh darn it. I don't know what you're talking about. But the the thought is, the... The bourbon barrel flavor is so predominant in so many of these beers that it's a way to dump a bad batch of whatever you're trying to do into and just call it, you know, a bourbon barrel wheat ale. And you can say it is, and then it's a small batch because you're not going to try something big. So if you're Bells, you can say you can try something new, call it, let's say, an orange ale, okay? And if it doesn't taste good. You don't see that too much from Bells, though. Bells isn't one that's like... Because it's it Bell's has a like Sam Adams then okay let's say Sam Adams tries something new and it doesn't work out so they put it in a bourbon barrel and say all right it's our bourbon barrel aged X Y Z but be, because a bourbon is trendy it works out and they push it and people like it because that's that new hotness and it's a way to you know hide the impurities so. So, um, you know, we got a couple more minutes, so I want to make sure everyone plugs their uh, thing. One of the things that I do want to mention is we do have some great sponsors here at the Better on Draft podcast. Three Nick Scoreboard down in Allen Park. Uh, Ryan, Nicole, don't forget to say hi to them. Uh, Eat their uh, food, drink their beer. They got 28 taps there. We got North Center Brewing up in Northville, Michigan. Oh, my gosh. If they have their Maple Brown on draft, you have to try it. It's probably one of the best beers that they have ever made. But they have plenty of other great beers, too. Their Triple, their Saison, um, their Pumpkin Ale. Obviously, it's not in season, but definitely a lot of great beers. And then, of course, finally, uh, Zatuna up in uh, Rochester Hills. Uh, Say hi to Jack, Gus, whoever is there, Ryan, one of their uh, workers there. 
If you're looking for a beer, Zatuna is definitely one of the places to go, especially for a, uh, a release beer. Follow them on Facebook because they always mention when they're going to be releasing beers, whether it's uh, No Rules, KBS, whatever's new, they always post on there. You'll never um, find a better selection of beers than you do have at Zatuna. Like, exactly. wherever you are, McCollum, Oakland, Wayne, Zatuna always has the best. Tony, how can they find you, you know, your your Twitch, your Twitter, all that stuff? Uh, oh, I'm in the chat, so if you click the viewer list, you can just right-click and follow me if you're on Twitch. Tony Ortiz. 15. Yeah, and they're special. And that's the same thing across all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, all. Matt, how, they, how can they find you? Um, They don't really usually find me. If, if you like me a lot, though, then you can find me at Matt the Beer Guy, which I... Matt the Beer Guy. Matt's Matt three T's guy. in a row. Yeah, it is. It's Huntington Hayes <laughs> for that same reason. Um, so, uh, Newman, what about you? you? You have a show. When is the show on? Uh, the show is on Wednesdays live, 4 till 5 p.m. 4 to 5, all right. Uh, at Detroit Red Wing Alumni. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate everyone coming out. This is going to do it for uh, episode number 27. No matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. And don't drink and drive. Nope.